This podcast has been commissioned by Orchestra of the Swan as part of its EarthSyke and Environmental project looking at the impact of humanity on nature in the UK. And it's in partnership with the Stratford Literary Festival. Hello, I'm Madeline. In the next 10 minutes, we're going to be journeying across space and time to think about what future we'd like for our planet and how we can make that happen. You can listen sitting down, lying on the floor, or you can even stand up, as long as you're not going to bump into anything. As we go, I'm going to give your teacher, parent or adult in charge a chance to pause so you can talk about your thoughts and ideas. Perhaps you'll just want to think quietly to yourself and chat about it later. So, let's go. We're about to travel into the future. It can help to close your eyes. We're going to visit 2050. I will be turning 58. Can you work out how old you'll be in 2050? Well, here we are already. The future. We seem to be in a house. It must be yours. There's a strange-looking gadget on top of that table. It's a square silver box. And there are buttons on the top. Shall we press one? Whoa! It's a hologram. There's a man standing in front of a map and he's dressed in bizarre clothes. I think he's about to say something. It is the 10th of June 2050 and here's today's weather report. Due to the ongoing effects of climate change, the heatwave will continue today, with temperatures reaching a scorching 42 degrees in the afternoon. It is recommended that you stay indoors to keep cool. Power for air conditioning will be made available between 2 and 3 p.m. The water ban remains in place, so please use as little as you can during the day. Thank you. Well, that didn't sound good, did it? Shall we take a look out the window to see what's out there? You can pause here and talk about what you might be able to see outside. What does the world look like in 2050? Time to see what happens next. We're off to the year 2100. Ah, my feet are wet. This water is going right up to my knees. Oh, something just touched my leg. Oh, uh, uh, it's a plastic bag. There's a sign over there. Come on, let's take a look. Right, it says we're in London. I guess it must have flooded. It's so quiet and so hot again. I wonder how much the average temperatures have gone up by now. It must be a lot, because with all this water everywhere, 
the ice and glaciers in the Arctic and Antarctic must have melted. We can't have done anything to deal with climate change, or help biodiversity, or reduce how much plastic we're using. What would it be like to live here? I don't think I would want to at all. Let's head back to the present. Oof, I'm glad we're not in the year 2100 yet. Sometimes the future can seem scary. Thinking about it can make me worried and anxious. How does it make you feel? Luckily, we've still got time to build a different version of the future. It might not be perfect, but we can fill it with all kinds of exciting things and make it as eco-friendly as possible. What would that future be like? Let's see. What would your house look like? Is it covered in moss? Does it have solar panels? Maybe there's a turbine on the roof. It could even be in the middle of a forest. How would you get around? Do you have a bicycle or a scooter? I wonder what kind of food you'd be eating. Insects, maybe? Or plants that you grew yourself in your garden? Close your eyes and take some time to imagine the best possible future. You can pause here and share some of your suggestions. In the year 2100, you might have your own grandchildren. They could be the same age as you are now. What future would they be living in? Could it be the one with wet socks? Or could it be the one you've just designed? What kind of world would you like to give to your grandchildren? What would you say to them if you could? Would you explain what the world is like today? Or give them advice? Here's a challenge. Can you write your grandchildren a letter for them to open 77 years from now? The year 2100 might seem very far away, totally out of reach. But actually, we can begin building a sustainable future today. What we do right now will ripple outwards all the way to our grandchildren, great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren. So how do we start? Well, around the world, inventors and engineers are already coming up with ways to make clean energy. They're using water, wind, smashing particles together and even recycling waste from our toilets. Conservationists are bringing species back to their natural habitats reintroducing jaguars in Argentinian forests and bison in English woods. Scientists are working out ways to break down our plastic. Some are even trying to use the saliva of moth larvae. Other scientists are busy coming up with biodegradable alternatives to plastic too. So there's lots going on. 
But what can we do in our own lives? How about going vegetarian or vegan for a day each week? If you cut out just one burger a week for a whole year, you could save over 600 kilograms of greenhouse gas going into the atmosphere. That's the same amount as flying to and from the south of Spain. Do you think you could do it? What's your favourite vegetarian meal? You could also try cutting down on plastic. Next time you go shopping, see if you can avoid it completely. It's a pretty tough thing to do. You might begin to notice that plastic is everywhere. Did you know it's even in our clothes? And when we wash our clothes, small plastic fibres come free and make their way into the oceans. Scientists have even found little microfibres they think could have come from our clothes all the way in the Arctic, metres below the surface. So we probably need fewer clothes around. Rather than buying a new t-shirt or a jumper, could you swap with your friends or donate your old clothes for other people to reuse? Here's another idea. If you've got some free time and an adult to help organise, why not go litter picking and clean up your local area? Finally, let's think big. Perhaps you could persuade your teachers to let you start a wildlife garden at school. You could make a bug hotel, a safe space for insects and spiders, with lots of nooks and crannies for them to crawl inside and hide. You could tie some old tubs together and turn them into a bird feeder. You could plant some seeds, even grow vegetables. Can you think of other ways to care for the planet? I expect you can. Just remember, no action is too small. Every little thing we do helps to create that future that we all want. And isn't that exciting? This podcast was written and produced by me, Madeline Finlay. I've also written a book called Beatles for Breakfast, all about the weird and wonderful science and technology that could help us live more environmentally friendly lives in the future. And the sound design of this podcast was done by Leo Clark.